Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day.
All right. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Wherever you are in the world, my name is Josh. That's Vince Taglia via. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesdays. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy. And that right there was from, you know, the, the only thing that I'm jealous of Dilly of is the Dilly, Dilly Mean Team. I'm telling yeah, they're you. Fantastic. They're, they're freaking awesome. Oh yeah, it, it, we need it. We need to put together a red pill meme team, okay? But uh, Machiavelli memes and uh, all of you guys out there, Rumble uh, Ramble Ramps, you guys are phenomenal. Keep up the good work. I had to play that tonight. That was just phenomenal. Um, if you're new here to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, this is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy. Please consider giving us a follow down below. And uh, what is the unfolding global conspiracy? Vince, what, in your opinion, Vince, what is the unfolding global conspiracy? I think that it has to do with uh, the conspiracy for people behind a veil, mostly probably people we'd never heard about, never will, trying to control the world through others and other people and other organizations, mm -hmm. etc., and how it affects all the different domains we always talk about and how it slowly evolves over time and how everything that's happening that we see it might not look at it like at first uh, at first when you look at something it may not seem at face value that it's related but once you kind of mm -hmm. get it all together and you put that in there like what if people actually were trying to essentially take over the world what would that look like i mean i think that's what it is it, and it all really does make sense and fit together well yeah i i, I agree with you and i like the way you put that so for the longest time, I have been following what I call the New World Order. Since the 1990s, when I first heard the term the New World Order, I've been following this thing like, what is this? What is this? And yeah. this leads you into tons of different rabbit holes from the occult to um, you know massive conspiracies, 9-11, all this stuff. And 9-11 anniversary, by the way, is next week. Um, oh, so yes. we're coming up on a big anniversary there. Um, but... When I start thinking about what it is, I, I think it's absolutely that. It's a small group of very wealthy people who have controlled this world through money, finance, and power control, uh, power and control for a very long time. And I mean, when I say long time, I mean hundreds, if not thousands of years. And that they are on their end game to unify the world into a one world government state. But the way they do that, is they have to get rid of all borders. They have to get rid of all nationalities. They have to get rid of all culture. And they have to get rid of all constitutions and rights and freedoms or non-rights and freedoms. And so they appeal to the ones who have been in systemic slavery. They uh, then suppress the ones who have been in a state of freedom. And they try to unite them under the common guise. And this guise is global climate change. This guise is the Ukraine war. Um, this could be global pandemic it doesn't really matter they're utilizing various aspects of psychological warfare and oh, yeah. as well as information warfare to propagate their agenda to unify the world now what's interesting is the world wants nothing to do with these people quite honestly right you know, tonight's show is called united we stand divided we fall and if you go back to like the q boards you know q says something very important here he says that if america falls the world falls. Now that's interesting, isn't it? 
Because why is it if America falls, the world, the global community falls? And the reason is, is because we are the last glimmer of hope with our second, our second amendment rights. We are the last glimmer of hope with our ability to stand up against tyranny and oppression. It's built literally into our foundational documents. And that if we stood up and we took out the globalists because their whole plan hinges on the destruction of the United States of America, if we united, we can win this. And see, the global community would, would back us. They would rise up behind us. And see, I, I was talking to somebody the other day about this, about the BRICS nations. Yes. And they, they asked me, they said, well, what do you think Donald Trump, if, if and when he gets back in office, what do you think Donald Trump's going to do? I said, he's going to join BRICS. He's going to join BRICS. Why? It's the smartest thing that he can do. It's the smartest thing that any president can do. It is leave all these horrible trade deals that you've been in for the longest time that are about controlling and domineering and, and basically overthrowing small little countries. Which are often bad deals for the U.S. anyway. Well, yeah, they're all bad deals for the U.S. So there's a lot of things, man, that it, I keep on talking about this. There's a lot of things that are going to happen. But shit's getting weird, Vince. Wonderland, I, I, dude. I I am having <laughs> some, like, weirdness today. So I'm going to play a, a video here real quick. And then I'm going to give you my thoughts on it. This is uh, Larry Sinclair with uh, Tucker Carlson talking about Barack Obama. You're just a guy who's in town for the night, and it sounds like you're looking to party. Yeah. Pulled up in a bar outside, and there's this guy that's introduced to me as Barack Obama. I had given Barack $250 to pay for Coke. I start putting a line on a CD tray to snort, and next thing I know, he's got a little pipe and he's smoking. So I just started rubbing my hand along his thigh to see where it was going, and it went the direction I had intended it to go. Even though you had sex with him twice, you did cook with him, watched him smoke crack twice. You had no idea who he was. I had no idea who he was. Who's just asked the obvious question. What was Obama like on crack? Um, is it your sense that that's who Obama is, just transactional, or that he's bisexual, or like, what is this? It definitely wasn't Barack's first time, and I would almost be willing to bet you it wasn't as long. The guy's running for president, and credible information comes out that he's smoking crack and having sex with dudes. That seems like a story. Well, it would be a story if the media really cared about telling people the truth. Okay, so that's Larry Sinclair's interview with Tucker Carlson. Pretty crazy, right? Absolutely. You know, Larry Sinclair, he made headline news with his book, I believe it was published in 2009 where he came out and he claimed that uh, he was a male prostitute in the Chicago area and paid for cocaine for Barack Obama and in a limo gave him a blowy and had sex with him and all this stuff. And, and, and remember he even came out and this was during the Ron Paul times, right? That he even came out and said, if, if you don't believe me, go ask Michelle Obama about the mole on the right side of Barack Obama's shaft penis. Okay. Like this guy knew intricate details. Well, here's the problem. Myself, as well as many others, remember Larry Sinclair, nine months after his book was released, getting a rapid cancer and dying. That Larry Sinclair has been dead for a decade. Wild. I, I've said this on the show. I've talked about Larry Sinclair and I'm like, yeah, but unfortunately, Larry Sinclair died soon after the book was released. Yeah. Uh, that's Larry Sinclair. That's Larry Sinclair. 
So what happened here? Did we just have a Mandela effect? I feel like it's a Mandela effect. I'm not misremembering anything. I remember discussing this specifically that Larry Sinclair died. I don't think that's Larry Sinclair. Maybe it is. Well, apparently it is. That's what everybody's saying. What the hell? That's crazy. If if true. Uh, Oh, wait. I guess it is. I guess he just looks different now. It's Larry Sinclair. He's older. But apparently he had gotten cancer and he had died. That's right. You're right. Yeah, that's wild. It was during the, like the 2012 election and stuff like that. People were talking about how they're going to take Larry Sinclair out because he's <clears throat> he's coming up. He was supporting Ron Paul and stuff. That's weird. Calling what Barack the- Obama Manchurian candidate. And next thing you know, he dies of cancer. Shannon remembers. Now, Nicole is like, you mean he's still alive? Yeah, this is exactly what I'm saying. He died of cancer. What the hell, dude? So okay. we had Bob Barker just the other day. Yeah, it's. Dude, it's time travel. I, I don't know. So yeah, who knows? It's weird. Apparently, Bob Barker. Bob Barker died just the other day. Um, his cause of death, I don't think, has been um released yet. But Bob Bar- Barker had died like three or four times in the last five years. The hell is going on? I don't know, man. I don't know either. Yeah, a lot of people remember uh, this guy, Larry, dying. Yeah, he died because he died. It was like headline news. So when I saw this interview, like I saw like some people talking about it on Twitter this weekend, and I'm like, oh, Larry Sinclair, he's been dead for years. Did like Tucker interview him back in the day or something? Like this is what I was thinking. Yeah, you're probably like old news resurfacing again. I'm like, oh, this is nothing. But now he's on Tucker. I'm like, huh? Okay. So that's gonna have to. We're gonna have to do another Mandela effect show one of these days. Maybe we'll discuss a little bit tonight. So, guys, tonight after this show, 30 minutes after this show is over at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm on American Media Periscope's Amp After Hours Rumble channel. That is a live stream tonight. I'm going to be talking about. Um. They want your DNA. That's the topic tonight. It's going to be a great topic. A lot of things that I've talked about before, but I think that there's there's more to this than than meets the eye. So we're going to discuss that tonight on Amp After Hours. Uh, see if Jim Price wanted to join me. We'll see if he wants to. That'd be awesome. If not, no worries. I'll solo it. But we are moving into September has started. September 11th anniversary is next week. Oh yeah, um, Monday. I met Richard Gage today from Nine uh, Eleven Truth. Richard Gage dot uh, org. Uh, really? Cool. I'm going to see about getting him on the show. Wow. Uh, but September 11th is next week. We have a few dates coming to mind. A lot of people are talking about September 15th, September Why? 23rd. B- people are just putting these dates out there. September okay. 15th. Um, I had a good friend of mine hit me up and said, Josh, I'm hearing a lot about September 15th. Have you heard this? They're hearing that California or some other state could potentially be hit on September 15th. I don't know what that means, but we know September 23rd, which is the autumn equinox. That is the the movement of Iridus into Aries. Um, and, And what does Tucker say last week? 
about uh, about Russia. Listen, listen to this. This is good. And I think that this is coming more so than not. And I'm going to explain why here. You know, here's here's my view of it. Um, I think the lies are, are, are unsustainable. Lying is always unsustainable. You're always found out in the end, whether in your lifetime or posthumously. But, you're, you know, lies are always revealed by their nature. And these lies are so big and so obvious and so stupid that it's going to be very clear to the majority of voters before the election that the Biden administration has no idea what it's doing, that Joe Biden is not running the government, and that it's not working at all. And, and I think by that point, we're going to have a real economic contraction. I think we're going to be in the, in the teeth of a very tough recession, and that makes everything much more intense. And so if your goal is to maintain power, and if you think once you relinquish power, the problem with everything becoming, the problem with criminalizing politics is the people who do it imagine or know that it will be done to them. So once you start indicting your political opponents, you know that you have to win or else they're going to indict you if they win. Right. Right. And so they can't lose. They will do anything to win. So how do they do that? They're not going to do COVID again. I know everyone on the right's afraid they're going to do COVID and mask mandate. They're not going to do that. They can't do that. If they've already been exposed, that won't work. There's going to be. No. What are they going to do? They're going to go to war with Russia. That's what they're going to do. All right. <clears throat> What did Tucker say that reminded you of something that maybe I've said in the past? <clears throat> they won't. <clears throat> they'll stop at nothing, basically. They will stop at nothing. They cannot give up power. I've been saying this for years. And there you have it from Tucker. They're going to go to war. They're going to try this COVID thing. They're going to try the resurgence of COVID. What did I just say last week? I said, oh, well, look, Joe Biden's uh, positive with COVID. Here comes all the actors oh, yeah. and the sports Chill. stars and all the other politicians. Yep. And I think today Whoopi Goldberg announced that she has COVID and you're going to see a lot more. Joe Biden's wearing a mask. Uh, we have schools around the country mandating masks again. Get ready. Here it comes. We have uh, we have this that came out. A lot of these people are calling like, so Brian Krasenson, I'm going to call his dumb ass out for this one right here. Okay. He, yeah. He's saying right here, so leading report put out the CDC has stated Americans who have received the mRNA va COVID vaccines are now at a higher risk of infection from the new variants of the virus than those who are unvaccinated. So that's not false, but it's kind of misleading. I'm not going to lie that. Ah. But Brian comes out and says, this is more blatant misinformation and lies. Here are the facts and information the CDC actually stated. He says actually stated, okay? Rather than what some random misinformation account on X decided the post. He says, on August 23rd, the CDC released a risk assessment regarding the new BA2.86 variant. What they said is that the latest variant is more contagious than the prior infections, even if one is unvaccinated or has received the vaccine for the past variant. Um, it is not more contagious to those who have been vaccinated. Okay, so he's serious. What they have said is that the latest variant is more contagious than the previous infections, even if one is vaccinated or has received a vaccine for the past variant. That's not what they said. Look, look what he puts it. This, this is how you know this dude is an agent, okay? A disinformation agent. Oh. He goes, here, here are the facts and the information the CDC actually stated. He says, what they said is the latest variant is more contagious than previous infections, even if one is vaccinated or has received a vaccine in the past. Uh, no. What they said was this, because this is the fucking report. The BA 2.86 may be more capable of causing infection in people who have previously ha had COVID-19 or who have received a COVID-19 vaccine. Not vaccines, 
COVID-19 vaccines. Okay? <clears throat> so what he put out is absolutely disinformation. Yeah, it should be uh, <clears throat> community noted. That's right, but it's not. Stop believing and resharing this information. It's fake. No, your information's fake, Brian. You, if you're going to sit there and say the facts and information and say actually stated, then post what they actually stated. Yeah, it's funny. That should be followed up with quotes or a screenshot of the actual yeah. document. There it is right there. The actual document with the link. There you go. Don't trust bullshit propaganda from lefty accounts trying to control the narrative. This is what they say. And then I got people in there that are telling me, oh, you need to go read it. You need to go read it. You didn't read. I read it. That's what it says. It's right there. Now I got someone saying it's obsolete. Check it out now. So apparently they changed it. Huh. Of course they changed it. Oh my goodness. Love this. Let, let's look at it now. They updated it. <laughs> uh, let me see here. So they say viruses, including the virus for COVID-19 change over time, significant change in variants. Um, a new variant called BA286 has been detected in a small number of samples from infected people to waste sewer water in several countries, including the United States. This variant is notably because it is multiple genetic differences compared to various versions. Okay, let's see what they say here. Based on the information, existing tests used to detect medications using the COVID-19 continue to be effective with this variant. Scientists are evaluating how previous immunity from vaccines or past infections protect against this new variant. Oh, you see how they switched that out now? Oh, you see what they did there? Yeah, they're like, we're just looking at that. We're not going to tell you any results. Oh my goodness. I love how they just go out there and change it. Oh, now, you know, and I love how they go to the therapeutics and look at the treatments, Paxlovid, Remdesivir, and uh, uh, Monopolivir, of course. They're going to eliminate people all over again with the utilization of Remdesivir. Bad treatments. Gosh. Guys, if you get COVID, if you get COVID, Call Dr. Mark Sherwood. Call Dr. Saeed Hader. I mean, call Dr. Stella Manuel. Please, like, please. I don't care whose link you guys use. Yeah. Call them. Better yet, get ahead of it. Get your immune system healthy. Get as healthy That's as you right. can. Who even, you know, viruses are not, it's good anytime. Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. Sherwood's fantastic. Yeah. And you'll get the medication that you need and you'll be safe. And here's the thing is I don't suspect anybody in this audience is going to get COVID because we're, we're, we understand. And I think actually a few of us, a few people have already had it. I was talking to someone the other day who said they had it, but that they're moving through it. It's just a flu guys. It's just a flu treated as the flu. Um, Elon Musk hints that he will release a giant data dump of censorship requests by the ADL trying to censor certain Twitter accounts. You hear about this? Oh, yeah. Elon has basically waged war on the ADL. So the ADL um, the ADL has been trying to censor Twitter, and they've been going to all their sponsors and basically telling them of the anti-Semitism going on there and that they shouldn't do business with Twitter. So yep. now Elon Musk announced that he's going to file a defamation lawsuit against the Anti-Defamation League. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the irony. 
But who's funding these people? Well, it's not hard to find out who's funding these people. Do you know who's funding the ADL, Vince? Yeah, I have a list in front of me. found it earlier. Well, you know, it's funny that people pulled that list out and they didn't put one of the top contributors to the ADL. Oh, really? You know, here's the interesting thing about the ADL. The Anti-Defamation League is out there trying to actively censor American citizens. Okay? They're trying to actively censor American citizens on social media. Mm-hmm. So do you think that the federal government would have a problem with that? Oh, you'd hope. You know, but uh, look, the ADL left efforts on the following provisions, including in the final bill, a nonprofit security grant for a 22% increase, $305 million. And there's just tons of other government funding, taxpayer dollars that are going directly to the ADL. Your taxpayer dollars are funding the ADL. Now, this goes back to the Q boards where Q says that do you think George Soros is paying for these things out of pocket? No way. No. No. It's the taxpayer dollars that are going to non-government organizations, nonprofits, and charities and philanthropies overseas. They send the money as aid to an overseas country. That overseas country takes that and buys services from a non-government organization. Those services are never rendered, no expenditures ever incurred, but they have it on the books. That money comes back and funds activities and funds financial campaigns in the United States. That's how they're funding it, guys. Your taxpayer dollars are funding all of this. And and talking about something else that the taxpayer dollars are funding. You ready for Minority Report 2.0? I'm not. No? You're not excited for Minority Report 2.0? Not at all. U.S. Special Operations Command has uh, contracted a New York-based AI firm to deploy Argus, a system to detect and neutralize real-time disinformation threats on social media. Oh, is this what they're using on Xbox? Yep. So, interesting enough, nobody really picked up my post on this because I was the only one that broke this down. What is Argus? And should we be concerned? Argus utilizes social media data to forecast emerging narratives and produce intelligence reports at an unprecedented speed and scale, enabling intelligence analysts and special operators to preemptively identify uh, disinformation threats in real time on social media. Notice preemptively, which means that you you don't have to be engaged in something. They just have to suspect you to be engaged in it. I say similarities. In 2020, a a DNC-funded organization known as Defeat Disinfo Utilize DARPA-developed artificial intelligence to produce counter-narrative social media posts using blue checkmark accounts. As stated by Defeat Disinfo, it wasn't about producing the truth, but instead about producing a counter-narrative to anything that Trump or his followers produced on social media. This organization was largely funded by Higher Ground Labs, which is Main, uh, uh, which uh, and Main Street Zone. Uh, Main Street One, that should be Main Street One, which have a history of investing in voter technologies, community integration, and artificial intelligence. Defeat Disinfo was headed by General Stanley McChrystal. Accrete AI is the company that has developed Argus and integrated it into its Nebula network. Nebula is a power, the powerhouse behind Argus. Today, Nebula, plat, Nebula platform powers the AI agents that enable U.S. Department of Defense to predict 
covert behavior from foreign adversaries seeking to influence the supply chain. The U.S. Air Force, who identify vulnerabilities in microprocessor firmware, major music labels to identify superstars before competitors, and more. Oh, yeah, that's right. They are utilizing this for Hollywood. They are utilizing this for the music industry. Accrete AI's primary influence is the Atlantic Council, which is owned and operated by two former national security advisors to President Barack Obama and Wall Street bankers from Goldman Sachs. Dan Goldman is a Democrat congressman who recently bought his seat in New York and is the heir to the Goldman Sachs business. Former General Stanley McChrystal is the lead member of the Accrete AI Advisory Board. Huh, interesting. Stephen Hadley is the former national security advisor to President Obama and current chairman of the Atlantic Council, who is a primary arm of Accrete AI. He is also the principal at Rice, Hadley, Gates, and Manuel, a strategic consulting firm started by Condoleezza Rice and former Secretary of Defense and head of CIA Robert Gates, both from the Bush admin. Mission Argus is a multi-platform data mining AI with specific neural networks that are used to analyze behavior and intent based on past predictive cycles. That's important to understand. It is specifically integrated through public and non-public DOD uh, data sets to analyze, detect, determine, source, origination, authenticity, location, behavior, affiliation, intent, and extrapolated context of various social media and internet content. In a similar fashion, it can integrate into active accounts like Defeat It Disinfo's AIs and produce counter-narratives that determine these functions by producing anticipatory, algorithmic, and psychological social responses. I'll explain that one in a minute. It can uncover bot farms, nation state actors, psyop campaigns, but also um, can be the source of these things. Its objective is pre-crime and predictive analysis of disinformation. Using Wall Street-based algorithms developed for market analytics and predictive trends, it can formulate social, cultural, political trends analysis to a highly accurate degree in the future. I say this is Minority Report 1.0. The people behind are known deep state actors and primarily affiliated with the former President Barack Obama and the DNC. This is a military tool that will be used in a similar fashion to what we learned from the Twitter files, yet a thousand times more powerful since the algorithm is based on expanded content and context. Basically, they just took what they were doing publicly by spying on Americans and now have put it on a non-public DOD program. Argus will be utilized in the future to determine social credit scores and analyze various informational threat levels of individuals. Pre-crime. I did a lot of research on this. Yeah, Yeah, I did a lot of research on this. So, Wow. Basically, the way you want to look at this Mm -hmm. is that this thing can go out there. It can create psychological warfare campaigns. So everything that it can detect, it can do itself. Okay. And so it will go out there and create a a information warfare campaign against potential people it believes to be foreign actors to draw more information out of them. So it does the same thing that Defeat This Info does. It can create false information and false narratives to gather more information. This right here is going to be integrated and utilized as basically the precursor to U.S. social credit systems. It is monitoring every single one of your social media accounts. It has you in a profile very similar to the marketing profile. And not only that, is it can predict your behavior over short periods of time utilizing those algorithms. Be very concerned about that technology.
So Joe Biden today uh, abruptly yeah. walked out of a Medal Honor ceremony in the East Room. Biden awarded the Medal of Honor to the helicopter pilot Captain Larry Taller, United States Army, for conspicuous cons- conspicuous gallantry. Taylor received the highest honor for scooping up four of his fellow soldiers during a fierce firefight in Vietnam. And Biden just happened to walk away. This is, uh, let me see if we got the full video here. Biden walking away. He's out of it. Yeah. dude. Yeah, dude, the guy is, the guy is done. Watch Biden here. Just takes his hand. Oh, where am I going? What's going on here? Just left the dude on the stage. Wow. Joe Biden has left the building people quite literally. So going back to COVID-19. Well, and here's the thing about Joe Biden. Let's just talk about Joe Biden. for a minute. Yeah. There's an either or situation here. We talked about the Joe Biden impeachment um, that there's audio recordings being going to be released of Joe Biden here soon. Okay, I guarantee you the Democrats are going to say that these are deep fakes. They're most likely from Devin Archer, which they're not, as well as foreign intelligence agents, um, as well as people in the know. I believe Russia is involved in this. I I just want to put that out there. When these audios come out, I believe that the audios are going to come out during the impeachment trial, primarily when it goes to the Senate, because he's going to be impeached by the House. And when it goes to the Senate, they're going to need something to push it over. And that's going to be it. So Joe Biden's either going to be finish up his term. Probably not. Um, He's definitely not going to be running re-election. If he is running re-election, he hasn't even started yet. Um, Or the theory which I've had is Joe Biden is going to die in office. And I mean that not in uh, uh, natural causes. Yeah, I'm talking about natural causes, old age. If you look at the news media, they've been talking about how Joe Biden is, oh, the oldest president. He's, oh, he's not looking well. I think that their Joe Biden potentially will die of old age in office. And what will happen, though, is this is one of the things they want, is that it'll immediately get rid of, of the investigations in the Joe Biden. They'll be able to throw all that stuff under the rug, and it won't exploit the house of cards that is underneath it. And so that is one thing that I guarantee you they are looking at. But the question is, is how do you get Gavin Newsom in the position now to take that spot for Joe Biden prior to the 2024 election because you can't do Kami Kamala, but they, I mean, maybe, maybe maybe they'll do it like Kami Kamala. I don't know. I know. So Bangkok, Bangkok, Thailand. What's happening? A COVID treatment produced uh, a truly bizarre reaction in a six month old baby. Um, Hmm. Thailand was a Bangkok, Thailand. A drug was given called Favipiravir after being diagnosed with COVID-19. He was the youngest patient ever to receive the drug. After receiving the treatment, the baby's mom noticed that his dark brown eyes had turned bright blue within 18 hours and alerted doctors. The baby's eyes returned to their natural color five days after receiving the drug. After an examination, it was reported um, that it was due to the drug, but they have no idea why this happened. Um, probably because of the experimental mRNA in the jab. Well, this is just a drug that was given to the baby, oh, <clears throat> but they, 
yeah, but they, for some reason. We don't know if the baby is genetically modified with the vaccine or not. But the baby's eyes turned like dark blue purple. Which is I, kind of odd. I don't trust that stuff, man. Because you know what's going to happen next is pharmaceutical firms are going to get a hold of that drug and they're going to start selling a product. How do you change your eye color? I know. Yeah. Oh, it's safe. It's safe. Yeah, it's safe, man. Completely safe. Joe Biden is going to be start wearing a mask after Jill Biden tests positive for COVID. You know, this could be the catalyst. You you know what? Oh, yeah. Think about it. We we know that they need to take Joe Biden out. Okay. Yep. They have to take Joe. They want to take they Joe Biden out. They benefit from it the most. They benefit from the most. It, it throws everything under the rug with the impeachment hearings coming out. We have this whole COVID narr- narrative coming back again. They're pumping it up, but it makes no sense because it's not really that much of a threat. Even Tucker said they're not going to do the COVID narrative. They know they can't. All of a sudden, the first person who gets sick, Joe Biden. And now we're getting reports that Joe's wearing a mask. Guys, Joe Biden's going to get COVID and pass away. That'll really make some people fall into this scam. It's real. If it wasn't real, how did the president die? And there you go. I, I'm, whew, man, that's a prediction. Remember this show, because if that happens, come back. We, we figured that out here. We put that together. The reason they've been pushing the code of narrative is because they were planning on this from the get-go to take Joe Biden out with the COVID narrative. And Joe Biden just happens to be the first one to yeah. get COVID. In the whole U.S. that I've heard about. Yep. Now, now <laughs> Joe, Joe is like, well, I got a mask. Mask? Why? If you're so afraid of him, if Joe Biden, you're so afraid for Joe Biden's health, why are you having him in the same house and room as Joe Biden? Yeah. I mean, I assume they just keep him in the basement where they normally do. <laughs> Everything would be fine, but... Jack Smith to indict Trump again. Special counsel investigates fundraising breach of voting machines. You know, it's just getting old. It's just getting old. You know what? There is no way they can come back from this. They can't. They have just completely obliterated all credibility. Even with the left, the left is looking at this going like, why, why, why? Like you get the people who are, you know, uh, too far gone. I didn't know that I was that far gone. I didn't know. I didn't know that I was that far gone. I didn't know. I didn't know that I was that far gone. Like that's the left, right? Like that's some people on the left. But then on the other side, you got these people on the left are like, guess I wasn't that far gone because this is pretty screwed up what they're doing to Donald Trump. Huh? Let me look into this. Oh my God, he's innocent. They stole the election from him. And it's the non commie liberals. That's who falls in that. And normal listen, people. Yeah, the normal people. And, and you know, listen, we all swing left in a little bit, right? I, there's some things that I agree with. I talked about it the other day with like universal basic income. You know hmm. what? At 62.5 years of age, you should be promised, you know, $80,000 with inflation. Which means that an eighty, whatever eighty thousand dollars buys you today, you should be promised that for the rest of your life, and it, and it should be footed on your social security should go to fund high yield interest or high yield mutual fund accounts, just like with life insurance, right? 
So you're gaining six to 8% year after year while investing thousands of dollars into this to where, you know, if you were investing at, if you started working at 25 Vince and you started investing all your money from social security into um, a, a global index fund, which is averaging four to 8% a year, even with the bad years like this, by the time you're 62.5, you know how much money that global index fund would have made you? Probably millions. Let's just say that you were investing the the typical 400, 300 to $400 a paycheck. Okay. Yep. Probably like three to $4 million. Yeah. Okay. Imagine if we did that for our elderly and then paid it out at increments of $100,000 a year, $80,000 a year. Wow. Man. And that's so that's kind of a socialist policy, but you know what? That'd be smart. And what does it also do? It grows the economy. It stimulates the markets. But no, what they do is they take that social security money and they put it in a bank account and they deplete it and loan it to themselves so it doesn't gain any money. You put hundreds of thousands of dollars in and you get tens of thousands of dollars out. Pretty much. Yeah. Most people. Definitely. Dude, these people are fucking criminals. Washington, D.C. is full of nothing but fucking criminals. These people need to be held accountable. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer subpoenas Secret Service Department of Homeland Security Chief Mayorkas over trip tip-off of Hunter Biden's interview. So this will be interesting. We'll see what happens with this. Uh, six new subpoenas, four new um, subpoenas, to DHS requiring production of documents and comms, three depositions with DHS employees, two subpoenas of Secret Service requiring two uh, employees to appear before deposition. And, and Congressman Byron Donald says, it's time to end obstruction. Huh. And uh, I said that, uh, sure, you can end obstruction, but literally Congress has like three months. Do you know that? Congress has literally three months. You know what they have three months for, Vince? Uh, I want to say the debt ceiling. Congress literally has three months to do their job or people are going to be at the precipice. Because listen. When's the debt ceiling? Okay. They'll be the end of this month. This is the end of the fiscal year. So the the only funding they had in June was to get us till the end of September, until the end of the fiscal year. So there's an omnibus bill most likely coming by the end of the month to fund the government till the end of the year. Um, But this is the problem. So if, if the Republicans pass this shit, if the Republicans go in there and start passing all this legislation, if the Republicans don't get out there and impeach Joe Biden within a week and a half, if they don't get out there and impeach Mayorkas, impeach Ray, if they don't go out there and start speaking up about Mitch McConnell, hey, you know, I agree, Mitch McConnell needs to go. And they need to go to the, the, the RNC and say, Mitch McConnell needs to go. And they need to go to the Senate and say, you guys need to do a vote and remove Mitch McConnell. If they don't start doing this, they are in on it. And I've been saying they were in on it from the beginning. <clears throat> we know they're in on it. And listen, do you know why? And I probably said this last week. Do you know why the eagle was the heart of all symbology in the Roman Empire? I think it's because the left and the right wing of the same bird or something like that. Because it's the, it's the brains of the left and the right wing. There you go. Okay. And it's no different here in the district of Colum, Columbia, Colum. And it has nothing to do with Christopher Columbus, okay? 
That's why we have Capitol Hill in Rome. They had Capitol Line Hill. Oh, how interesting. They had an obelisk. We have an obelisk. Our obelisk is very symbolic, 555.55 feet tall. It was originally supposed to be George Washington in the posing of Baphomet, which no, Baphomet isn't the devil or anything like that, but it's symbolic in occult nature. But they replaced it with a 555.55 foot tall obelisk. Obelisk is representation of the suppressed or the uh, the divine feminine, the suppression of the divine feminine. And there's a long history behind that in occult lore. And maybe I'll get into one night. I've talked about it a little bit, bits and pieces. But Washington, D.C. is nothing more than the Roman Empire. It's just an extension of the European dynasties into the United States of America. This is why corporations funded its creation in 1776. Yes, the East India Company was the first $10 million loan to the U.S. Treasury after the formation of the United States of America through the independence. Why? Because corporations in Europe didn't like the central banks and they didn't like the king because they taxed the shit out of them. And they knew that they were big enough to where they could overthrow them if they only had a country to control. That'll be my new book. The Untold Story of America. United Airlines issues nationwide ground stop due to computer issue. Yeah, it was kind of short-lived, but it happened. Cyber incident. Yeah, cyber incident. You know what I got today in the mail? No. The state of Colorado. Um, sent a notification to me and everybody in my family stating that uh, we, we are here to inform you that your HIPAA data, social security numbers, and all this other information has been breached. That IBM servers were hacked with uh, Colorado State information on it and all of your medical information and everything like that was released. And so we're going to offer you this free trial for monitoring. Don't take it. No, you should fucking file a lawsuit against them. Like, you guys need to pay me freaking damages. But that was in May, the state of Colorado got hacked. Oh, we never heard about that. But we said it was happening. But nobody was reporting on it. But we said it was happening. These are the attacks on infrastructure, guys. The firestorm event is in progress. It is happening. And that's why I'm urging you, get stocked up. Go out and buy canned goods, non-perishables. Okay? Spend that extra $10 a week. Get out there and get stocked up. If you can go to My Patriot Supply, go to My Patriot Supply, redpills.tv slash patriot. If you can go out there and afford to get gold and silver, transfer your IRA in, get diversified in your investments. That's getgoldtoday.com. If not, go pick up a, an ounce of gold at the local pawn shop or whatever. Have a way to defend yourself. Shit is going to hit the proverbial fan soon enough. And it's happening right now, right before your eyes, guys. And I don't need to go through all this. I mean, what are they doing? They're taking out good patriots like Ken Paxton in Texas. His impeachment trial is going on right now. Right? They're trying to take out good patriots who stand up for the rule of law, who stand up for the Constitution. Do you know what people in Texas are going to... You know, Michigan. They just talked about this in Michigan, that Michigan could potentially be the first state to take Donald Trump off the ballot. I better not. You know what I said? And Michigan will be the first state where armed citizens overthrow their fucking government. Yeah, dude, they can't do that. No, no. Good luck. If yeah. they do that, you can guarantee the people of the state of Michigan are going to go occupy that state capital again, armed to the teeth again. 
They will. They did it a few years ago. You remember they yeah. did that a few years ago. Yeah. They will and do that it is again. so blatantly cheating. Yeah. Yeah. And this is exactly what I said they're going to do. I said they're going to remove Donald Trump from the ballots after these indictments. They're going to use these indictments as the method. Oh, well, we can't wait to the trial. They're so close to the election. We have to do it now. They're going to try to remove him from the ballots, people. He's going to win all of these cases, but they're going to try to move him from the ballots. And that's why they want to get rid of Ken Paxson, the attorney general. He's the one person in Texas that stopped a lot of this shit from happening. All right, guys, short show tonight. We're going to amp after hours, uh, 30 minutes from now. Love the Beach celebrating a six-month substreak. Thank you so much, Love the Beach. Patriotic Pisces celebrating an 18-month substreak. Thank you so much, Patriotic Pisces. I don't recall 22, six-month substreak. Yay, just described monthly. Thank you so much, yay. I don't recall Patriotic Pisces and Love the Beach. Uh, Patriotic Pisces, one diamond, cat 24, one lemon, uh, thank you so much, Patriot of Pisces and Cat24. Desolate, uh, Desolate, Diesel T, whatever, is celebrating an 8-month substreak. Pammy Pam Pam celebrating a 17-month substreak. Thank you so much, Desolate and Pammy Pam Pam. Grandma 5 Revolt, 3 Lemons, Me Brenda, 1 Diamond. Welcome back, Me Brenda. Haven't seen you in a while. Grandma 5 Revolt, Me Brenda, thank you so much. Uh, Pammy Pam Pam, 1 Ninjagini. Keep spreading the truth. Thank you so much, Pammy Pam Pam. Much appreciated on that. Cat24, 3 Lemons, Love the Beach, 2 Ice Cream, and Winston, Snake Boot the Third. One ice cream. Thank you so much, Cat24. Love the beach and Winston, guys. Thank you for, so much for all the donations. I'm going to get out of here for tonight. We'll be back with you guys tomorrow night. As a reminder, uh, we'll let you know what's going to happen on Friday. I'm heading to Dallas for the event. Um, and so that'll be Dallas. I'm going to looking forward to seeing a few of you guys this week. Uh, this weekend. I've already talked to Mike and a few other guys who are going to be out there. Looking forward to seeing you all there. Um, and we'll let you know how the shows are going to go for the rest of the week. Um, I'll be here till Thursday, and we're going to have a great time. So it's going to be an interesting week bringing you guys the news. But check us out on AMP After Hours on American Media Periscope's Rumble channel. That's AMP Space News uh, on Rumble. And that show tonight is about they want your DNA. So, Vince, appreciate you, my friend. Thank you so much, everybody out there. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys take care. We'll see you guys next time. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me iPatch McCain. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.